Cover City Sports is back. Episode 17. We'll be reviewing the NFL playoff picture. A lot of teams sit in that six and three. Which direction they'll go, we'll talk about it. Dave, the Giants may or may not be heading to the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Steve-O's been hot with the pickums. Hot. We'll be reviewing his upcoming bets of the week, breaking down some college football games and, and NFL games as well. Lantern, let it rip. Yeah, Cover City. Cover City Sports is back. Episode 17 coming at you like a Philip Rivers dig route. Steve-O, what's going on, man? We did that because Philip Rivers is number 17, and it's the 17th episode. Love it. Love it, Dave. Uh, I don't know if you uh, guys were, were with us this weekend uh, checking in, but uh, I was giving the listeners a little something Once like again. this. I was dropping gems on him, Dave. Dropping gems. I was on fire with my Twitter picks this weekend. I hope you guys were tuning in. Hope, hope you got a little action on some of these gems that I gave you. So uh, keep tuning into my picks. We'll hear about them later in the pod. Rooster, you, you beat COVID. How's it going? We beat COVID. I told you we had it suffocated. We had it in a chokehold. Did we have odds on that? No. Uh, yeah, favorite? I was about minus five billion to beat that thing. <laughs> I just wanted to shout out Steve-O. Steve-O looks so much better when he's hitting bets. He's winning me money. <laughs> his skin he, clears up. His skin clears up. He's, <laughs> I look like he's a Woogie. beautiful human being. When I, he hits I look like bets. Woogie from something about Mary when uh, you know when, when things aren't going right. I get hives. <laughs> lantern what's going on in the booth tonight i'm going through my christmas movie catalog um i'm thinking i think and kick things off with elf i mean how, how can you go wrong elf for some reason anytime i'm i'm getting ready to go out in december elf seems to be on and so yeah uh classic classic will ferrell classic uh let's go ahead let's jump dave, into well, dave we want to tell the people what's going on in your world I wish I had something to say. I wish I had something to say there. Not, <laughs> not much. Uh, I didn't beat COVID because I didn't get COVID. And uh, I, I don't have a holiday movie to, to rile off for, to, to, to combat with Lantern there. So let's go ahead. Let's jump into these morning announcements. Uh, we had two uh, DraftKings last week. We had a Masters DraftKings that sold out real quick. And then our weekly uh, Sunday NFL DraftKings, we had two winners, JBit08, who uh, we're not sure who you are, man. Just throw us a DM. We'll send you some koozies. And then the Masters winner, who also came in second place for the NFL contest, was uh, one of our uh, boys from Oneana there, finished second in the NFL one, sorry, first in the Masters, uh, and that was M Center. Maybe he played center field for the One Oneana Dragons. Put him in, coach. You have to call me Dragon. Put him in. Uh, so we'll have another one for, for the Sunday night, as always. But then uh, we should also bring up the, the Thanksgiving Day fantasy that we'll do because this will probably be our last episode before Thanksgiving. If not, we may drop one on Thanksgiving. But regardless, we'll keep you informed there. Uh, Rue, Maction's on. Dave, we love – I was I was saying this earlier, how much I love Maction because I was, it's such scrappy football. You could turn on Maction Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's on random nights of the week. And every play, there's always something awesome going on. The quarterback on a specific play probably fumbled the ball three times, got the ball off with his left hand, and the receiver juggles the ball, scores a touchdown. That's how scrappy it is. But uh, we had Buffalo last night against Bowling Green. We have, we're starting uh, Mac player highlight. 
our player of the week from the Maction. And that's going to go to our junior running back, Jarrett Patterson out of Buffalo. Uh, he set a school record with 301 rushing yards and looked like he was running through that Swiss cheese defense. Yeah, he he had over 1,000 yards rushing as in 2018 as a freshman on Buffalo and then broke Buffalo's all-time rush, single-season rushing record last year. He just looked like a running back that was under-recruited, which I, I don't know his story. I know he's out of Maryland. Yeah, I mean, he's a big body, and he he's – extremely athletic looked really good but he's like, like a big said, body in a small package yeah yeah 10 touchdowns in the last two games against bowling green I, you know it, it's only tuesday and wednesday though Ruth, so don't get too excited monday night they're not going to compete with monday night football yeah, they're not going to do that but uh buffalo didn't cover the spread it was like 30 and a half um but but it did uh get a late uh backdoor cover for the over there so any of you uh maction fans had the buffalo over you're I know uh, our boy Vito had it, so he, he was pretty pumped about that. So, Steve-O, let's, uh, let's review the Steve-O balance sheet, so the Cover City balance sheet. We want to hear your big wins of the weekend, but then also your bad beats as well. So it was a solid weekend for you, two, two weekends in a row. Where, Dave, where did it all begin? Yeah, Dave, I'm just hoping that, that you know the listeners got aboard. I hope they got aboard – the train because ride that train dave dave had a hot weekend uh five and one in the NFL, won my best bet. Seven and two in college football, won my best bet, my money line, my parlay pick of the day. I was on fire, Dave, taking down the bookies, telling them, give me my money. Also, if you tuned in last week, my Stewart's buttered hard roll was spread out all over the place. DJ took down the Masters. I was on fire, Dave. Uh started off in college football. We had uh had a nice win. I'm, I'm, I've been riding the, the Hoosier train uh, with Indiana. Is, is Indiana your team that you bet pretty much every week? Now, well, I feel like everyone's got that team that you just you're watching them every week. So even if you're not betting them to win every week or to cover, so they you're were betting the game. They were part of my parlay this week, and they're part of my parlay two weeks ago. I bet them last week, not in a parlay, but so they they covered for me uh, each week so far. Uh, I had Indiana with Northwestern in, in the in the parlay pick of the day. Uh, those both hit. Had both those uh, games um, individually as well. So so th those were some nice hits for me. Uh, two crazy games uh, that I had: uh, the Miami game and the Wake the the Wake Forest uh, UNC game. If if any of you guys were tuned into those games, they were they were pretty bonkers. If you ask me, you had uh, you had Vatek. Uh, was what do we got? Maxion. I was got, just a Maxion. Fucking another news. wild scrappy play. The quarterback fumbled and managed to get the ball back after it bounced seventeen times. There was some fat guy. It looked like he it was probably wearing number eight. on that boat again. Chatting <laughs> sharks, naked, butt naked. So anyway, so uh, the Miami game, the U was down five uh, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, scored a touchdown and then kept, kept uh, Virginia Tech off the board the rest of the game. So I got that cover. Um, actually, if you bet the money line there, you you would have had you would have had that in the U. I think Naked Neils might have had had the U money line. Um, and then this UNC 
Wake Forest game was was bananas. Friggin' uh, UNC was down 28 points, or no, actually scored 28 unanswered points uh, to go up 59-45. The line was 13, so at that point, I wasn't covering and uh, luckily for me, UNC's defense uh, has got some holes in it, like that Swiss cheese Rue was just talking about. Let uh, let Wake go all the way down the field, scored a touchdown. Boom, Cover City. Yeah, Cover City. Give me my money. Uh, best bet in the NFL was the over in the Bills cards game. Um, actually, they had me sweating that one out until 24 seconds left to go in that game, and I think we all – Witness that uh, Hale Murray, as we might call it. Dave's. Hale Murray. Hale Murray. MVP. MVP. So that, that game was pretty crazy. That that gave me my best bet in the NFL to go over. And then my two the you know two losses I'll, I'll, I'll touch on. I only had three of them, so I'll, I'll give you two of them. Um, one was BC. Uh, I was I was taking the the points in the in the red bandana game, and Andy, you know Notre Dame came to play. They 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 didn't have a letdown. That. The Boston College team got screwed out of a couple onside kicks. Well, it was tough. It was tough, but I, I still think uh, Notre Dame. You were you, when you bet that game, you were accounting for them to get at least one of those onside kicks. I they also got like stuff that. fourth and one in the red zone. Tough. It's tough to cover when you do stuff like that. And then the other loss was the NFL uh, Seahawks Rams. Uh, the Rams D was a little too much for uh, Russell Wilson and company. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dangerous couldn't get it done. Uh, pr you know, pressured, uh, pressured defense two weeks in a row, and then uh, didn't put up the the numbers that he's used to putting up. So that that game stayed under, and actually, uh, the Seahawks lost uh, lost the game. So, Dave, that's my uh, that's my uh, weekend. I'm I'm hot two weeks in a row. I'm looking to to stay hot. Um, basically, you guys can start calling me Hansel. Uh, Are you from, at the point where, like, you're just reconsidering your career and just, you know, do I just become, you know, do I just move handicapper, to Vegas now and just be a handicapper? handicapper for yeah, I was thinking that Doug Kazarian needs a sidekick out there on, on uh, you know, ESPN wager bets. You know, and who the why, why wouldn't you want me? I'm good looking. He's good people, looking when he's winning, people right? People like me. Yeah, I don't look like Woogie. <laughs> so we're going to make sure this week to – Take the, we'll call it the ride with Steve-O, the ride with Cover City parlay of the week and the Cover City best bet of the week. We'll tweet that out. Too, a little premature right now to, to put it out, but we'll have that out, let's say, by, you know, by Saturday. What kind of hotel is this? What um, you doing over there, egg roll? <laughs> I'm talking to me. Yeah, what's going on? You were like chiming in over there in the booth there. We had a chime. You went, doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, I don't think that's me. It's not no spicy egg roll. Oh, maybe. I'm not even on. Oh, mate, is your battery getting low? Are you plugged in? It's plugged in. Discussion. Dave, let's roll into the freaking Giants going to the fucking Super Bowl, man. I mean, what the hell? Giants are Super Bowl bound. Super Bowl. <laughs> so are, are Roosters you, are, coming back. Are they Super Bowl bound because they got to win? And they're they're clearly, I think they're emerging as the heavy favorite in the NFC East. Heavy or favorite. Or is it because Judge got knocked out? He hey, either way, I mean, if your coach gets beat up by the offensive well, line coach. Take a step back and, and, and describe what happened there. So Mark Colombo came out today. Mark Colombo, offensive line coach for the G-Men, got fired today. Um, and it, it's been heavily denied by by players and, and personnel for the Giants that there was a fist fight. But uh, there, there's some heavy sources coming in on the other end of that saying – 
there was a fist fight. You got to so, plug in. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Smokey fucking just coming up on top of you. That's my bike, punk. <laughs> Devo. <laughs> well, dad said it's both half off, so uh, I don't know. It's all bad. Dad pops be tripping. <laughs> yeah, Colombo knocked him out. But, you know, I, I like what Joe Judge is doing with, with the Giants right now. I mean, he's winning with. Daniel Jones at quarterback, no Saquon Barkley, a very, I would say, mediocre at best offensive line. Defense comes to play every single week. They got them playing tough. Um, you know, obviously we're, we're all we all pick up on our sarcasm about the the Super Bowl, but they really have a legit shot at, at winning that NFC East. Well, I mean, I think anyone has a shot at winning the NFC East. <laughs> well, looking at it from like from their I mean, schedule here on out. Steve, I'm going to first of all, I'm going to disagree with you. We beat the Redskins twice and the Eagles. So in, until we until we knock someone off outside of the NFC East. We're covering East, games, Dave. We're yeah, covering right. the games. games. They've been seven point, three point, two point losses. I think the Giants are like I'm just I'm not ready to start praising spread. to start praising Judge in any fashion. You yeah. hate his guts. It's all right. You want to punch him like Colombo. I got you. I, you know, I got excited because when I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, Judge is playing to win. He just took his old his old lineman coach and fired him and just booted him. Said you're not getting the job done. Well, I'm like, he okay, did. this guy's trying to win. He technically did, but he got punched first. So he, it kind of like well, he brought in he brought in a, a like a O line specialist coming in to kind of help along with Colombo on the offensive line. Colombo wasn't having it, and he let Judge know about it. And Colombo's packing his bags right now. I think if Judge was legit, he wouldn't have fired him. Wouldn't he have fired was about him about his shit. I, I'm pretty him. sure he brought that other no, guy if, in if to replace him. If you're going to be a stern him. coach, you get punched in the face, you have to get rid of the guy. You don't, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't keep that just, guy. You ain't, you ain't a lot you of punching coach in the face. <laughs> Imagine you walk into Bob Burns' office, you, Grosso knocks him right in the face. You think Grosso's still coaching with him? Shows the passion. It's like fam- it's like a it's like a brotherly fight. You guys, <laughs> you're gonna stick together through and through. You want to win, they're gonna stick. Yeah, together. but I don't think Judge runs it as if there's equal brothers in the coaching he, staff. I think he yeah, runs it as he's the father. He made them yeah, go on he's family runs bear. in camp, though. Yeah, he, but he's the dad. With his little okay, but even then, your dad. The, Boy. So you're saying Judge had to if, pops if, if be Judge tripping, wins the yo. fight, he's not. Yo, Colombo said pops be tripping, yo. You know, <laughs> Craig, Craig. So, so to let, let's get into this. So let, let's paint the playoff picture a little bit. So who's coming out of the NFC East? Who's coming out of the AFC or sorry, the NFC or the AFC. So right now there's three top teams in both the NFC and the AFC and top of the NFC. You got the pa- the Packers saints and bucks are all seven and three. Um, and then the AFC, you got the Steelers nine and oh, the chiefs eight and one and the Bills seven and three. And then beneath that, you have nine teams that are six and three. So out of the teams that are six and three, Steve, who, who do you think's emerging? As that, emerge as that like victorious? Next, yeah. As, as that who, next who team belongs to, in, maybe who belongs in the top three that that's not. Yeah. Like I, I know what you like. Who's, who's that next team to step up to compete with these top tier teams right now. Um, right now, Dave, out of those six and three teams, the two hottest teams, or the three hottest teams, I should say, um, are are the Dolphins, the Rams, and the Cardinals. Um, they're playing the best football right now. I would I would go out on a limb and say they're playing uh, better football right now than than the Packers and the Bucks. 
Um, obviously, the Cardinals did have a Hail Mary to, to beat the, the Bills, um, you know, and that was a back-and-forth game. But I would say, like, right now, those three teams, out of those other teams, there's, there's some teams with huge question marks right now. You got the Ravens uh, coming off a horrible loss to, to the Pats. You got the Titans. Um, I think they lost. What did they start five and one? Now they're six and three. Yeah, lost the last definitely two. trending down fast. They're trending down fast. And then you got the the Seahawks lost their last two games. Uh, can't really seem to figure it out uh, much on the offensive side. I don't know if they they figured out their weak offensive line and what they have to do to make Russell Wilson uh, uncomfortable. But I would definitely say those three teams are on top. Colts. I know it's week 17 and we're, we're all up on, you know, Phillip Rivers' dig routes, but I just, he, he's not a quarterback that I could see leading this franchise anywhere past the first round of the playoffs. Browns, they're up and down. Uh, one week they're scoring 40 points, 50 points, whatever. The Browns and the Raiders are quiet out of this group. So out of the group of 19, they're like the two silent ones, I feel like. I, yeah, I, I agree. But I would have to say that if we were going to pick a team, that would probably be the next in line. I think the most dangerous might be the Raiders, though. I think with David Carr or uh, Derek Carr, I'm sorry, David's older brother, Sack King. I, I think the Raiders have have a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball, and I think you know they might be that next team to to be on a, you know on the lookout for. You know they're, they're the only team that took down the Chiefs this year, um, so I think if they can have a little bit more consistent play offensively. Um, and keep their keep their top weapons healthy. They might be that next team to step up, but definitely, I'm 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 still high on the two a time. Uh, Dolphins defense is is tough. Dolphins, uh, were they five five and zero run? They won their last five. Yeah, yep, won their last five. So the Dolphins have three nice games coming up. Um, their schedule moving forward, Davis is, is they're they're no, against, they can easily win three more yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, they are five, yeah. So five and also, oh. so Fitzpatrick won two, and then the bye week, and then two was won his first three starts. Yeah, and now they got the Broncos, the Jets, and the Bengals, which are all very winnable games. I mean, for the most part, they're going to be favored in all those games. Those are three must-win games if they if they want a playoff contention, obviously. Um. Yeah, I would definitely say because after then that, they got Dave, the Chiefs. They're gonna have a tough game against the Patriots. I don't care. It's just it, it's an inner, you know divisional game. That's gonna be a tough game for yep. them. They got the Raiders. That'll be tough, and the Bills will be tough. So it, the next three games are tough, but it, it's not a breeze walking walking through the end of the regular season by any chance. No, no, de- definitely those next three games are are pretty pretty big that they they come out with with wins but i think the the more Tua gets snaps the, the more comfortable he gets i think the game you know kind of almost like burrow i know their record doesn't really indicate it but they're a team that the Bengals are a team that covers the spread and and to me after like the third week i just i felt like the game slowed down for burrow and i feel like that that's the same thing that's happening with Tua. you know moving forward as as he gets more comfortable in that dolphins offense yeah, I out of these teams, I think the Titans, the Seahawks, and and the Ravens are trending down. I, I was going to say, are you guys giving up on the Tennessee team and the C- and the Seattle team? I'm not giving up on Seattle just because of Wilson, but Wilson needs to play lights out for Seattle to win. I, I the Titans, I never really truly believed in. No, they'll be a nine and seven team, you know, and and if they get hot like they did last year, then hey, watch out. But foreseeable, I don't I don't see that happening. 
the, so that with the Seahawks, the first three weeks, uh, Russell Wilson had a total of 14 touchdowns. And since week four, he's had 14 touchdowns. So like you said, they are definitely trending downwards. Good. My my two teams I like here is obviously I love Murray and the Cardinals. I think they could be dangerous, as you saw against the Bills. Um, and then L.A. I think is underrated. They have a phenomenal defense. McVay at coach, top-notch coach. And they do have weapons on offense. And I, lo- I love the de- I, I love a team that's 6-3 and three with a top-five defense. That That's why I'm putting, I'm putting my money in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I think the top three teams that we think we're all basically on right now, they're they're the three hottest teams on this list. And, you know, uh, like Rooster mentioned about Russell Wilson and, uh, you know, they've got a a tough rematch coming up. And I think this can transition us uh, into our games of the week. Uh, Thursday night football, we got we got the Cardinals and the Seahawks uh, rematch uh, that the Cardinals won the first uh, matchup against these two teams by three in overtime. Um, I don't know how you guys are, are viewing this one, um, but I'm loving the over. I think both of these offenses can score points. I don't think either defenses are too dominant to, to say the least, I guess. Um, so I, I do love the, I love the over at 58 Cardinals are given three points. I don't know. I think it's so tough to beat a, you know, a, a division opponent twice in one season. And this is in Seattle, right? It's in Seattle, which I don't, it doesn't mean, you know, it, it means something. It, it does. It you got to travel. You got to travel. Yeah. It throws you off a little bit. Yeah. So I don't, you know what? Uh, Thursday night football, short week for both these teams. Uh, Cardinals coming off that unbelievable win, a huge high that they're on right now. I just don't see Russell Wilson losing three games in a row. You know, I think their defense has a little bit to figure out. I think the fire Ken Norton, the D coordinator for the Seahawks, you know, chants are out there. But that campaign has started. Yeah, definitely. You know what I loved about Murray? Uh, After the game, someone on the Bills alignment or something came up to him. I can't can't remember who it was. And uh, he goes, he goes, we had you. And Murray's like, no, you never did. And I remember watching the game and like they got the ball with 24 seconds left. Yeah. And I'm just like, this has got to be just chuck the ball twice and he's got to know his chance of winning or zero. And he he's in while he's communicating with, with this guy in the Bills, he's just like, no, I, I never thought we were going to lose. And he's <laughs> one of those guys that his face, like we talked about earlier, he has Demeanor no doesn't change. Demeanor yeah. never changes. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy literally never thought about losing once in this game. <laughs> It's it's almost like a trait, like you wish you had sometimes. That, right. Like, you can't think negatively. I think that's how he is. But um, this is going to be an entertaining game for sure. This is a great Thursday night game. I think it's going to be awesome. I think the offense awesome. is going to be spectacular on both sides, and uh, it'll be a game worth watching for sure. I like I like the Cardinals. I would take the points here. You're, you mean give give the points? I think yeah. the Cardinals are given given three wait no we have the cardinals at plus three. Oh, Can it is plus three wrong? i don't know how to read dave they're reading and writing arithmetic is well, maybe we wrote like, it down no wrong. you're right 100 percent right I, I i read it wrong i'm 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 you're smart yeah i'm, I'm taking not, you're smart yeah so no. we're doing this by the way we're doing the rundown here of the top games a little differently we're gonna go by just day of the week so yep we often transition from NF, nfl to college and back and forth and we're not good at really structuring this so well. So we're just going to do it by so the So if you don't chew week. big red, then fuck you. So we're going to go into to the Friday. And for, if Friday night's matchup is the Syracuse Orange plus 18 versus Louisville with a 56 and a half point over under. Are you taking the points here, Steve-O? Dave, I hate both of these teams. I, I don't <laughs> like either of them. I like the under of this game. 
Louisville's kind of been one of those teams that I have bet them a few times this year, and they burned me every single time. Um, so them giving 18 points to anybody, I'm not comfortable putting it out there. I got Lantern up in the boot, just rap attack, Mr. Magic Molly Mall up there. What's good, Lantern? Um, I think he might be an Orangeman fan, but I know my man Pete Deloria uh, out there and the west uh, west side of New York State is his Q's fan, but not me. So you're, this, you're, under. you're taking you would Give take me the, the under. Is this where I plug in my Empire State of the Mind Empire State of Mind parlay? Ooh, ooh, what's that, bro? Syracuse with the points at plus eighteen, and then the Jets plus nine against the Chargers. That's also free money. The Jets are so due to cover. Um, so. That's called the Ride with Rooster, Empire State of Mind. He's in the New York State of Mind. Steve, Saturday, we got Clemson minus 34 and a half versus Florida State, 67 point over, and the return of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor's back, said he never felt any different from day one of COVID to, to today. So um, that tells you what it does to college students. But what, don't shut up. Don't shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. Shut you shut Shut your mouth when you're talking. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So anyway, I'm going to, this game sucks. Florida state's my squad. They suck balls. Um, their, their, their injuries are friggin' just, I can't count that high. Cause I, I have to take my shoes off, but, uh, Clemson's going to blow their doors off. So let's yeah. just move into Wisconsin minus seven and a half versus Northwestern over unders 43 and a half. Whiskey uh, com- coming off a, a big win against Michigan. Uh, Northwestern's uh, undefeated uh, themselves this year, Dave. I've kind of been, me and Emreezy, been riding the Northwestern train this year. That that game's tough. It, it, it's I think it could come down to, um, you know, final minutes of the game. If I'm dropping money on it, I'm rolling with the Badgers. I'm rolling with, with the Wisconsin Badgers there. Okay, then we got Auburn minus 10 versus Tennessee. Uh, over unders 49 and a half. Um, Steve, the Vols going to take care of Can the Vols take care of it here? I don't know. Th- this game to me, Dave, just screams like stay away, stay far, far away. You got you got two coaches are basically on, on the hot seat with, with Gus Malzahn and Jeremy Pruitt in Tennessee. Um, you know, th- these are both programs that just, you know, they, they, they expect wins. And, uh, you know, if you got two losses in a season – they're not happy. I I would stay away from this game if I was if I was telling anybody. Uh, maybe look at the over under. It's forty nine and a half, which isn't too high. Um, so maybe if these two offenses can get rolling, that that might be something to take a look at. But to me, ten points uh, in this SEC matchup just seems like too many points to me. So uh, I'm going to stay away from it. But maybe Vegas knows something that I don't know. And then we got Oklahoma minus seven versus Oklahoma State. I know you're going to love the over on this. Oklahoma is okay. Their state motto in Oklahoma, I swear to God, they printed right on their license plate, is Oklahoma is okay. Uh, I love uh, Oklahoma over uh, the last uh, few weeks has been uh, straight fire, straight cash. Homie is my man. Randy Moss says, um, I think uh, this game goes over 59 and a half, uh, kind of like Oklahoma as well, uh, the way that they've been playing. Not too sold on on Mr. Gundy and, and company, the Cowboys over there at Oklahoma State. So if I were going to roll, definitely love the over. 
Ooh, we got breaking news. The first pick is in in the NBA draft here. 2020 NBA draft. Anthony Edwards, the guy that said he doesn't watch basketball. That scares that scares the hell out of me. I mean, you're giving a number one pick to a guy, and they say he's athletic as can be. Um, Hold on, conspiracy here. What if he was saying these things to not get drafted by by the, the Timberwolves? What if he wanted could have to been. go number two or something? He could have been. He wanted to go to Golden but State. He said some weird things. Yeah. No, I, I you he know. wanted to get drafted in, in the NFL. Wants instead. to be a rapper. Wants to be a rap for straight a rap yeah, career. Yeah, him and D- and Dane doesn't Lillard. like watching the sport that he just got picked number one to play. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, oh, it was, was could a- could be mental illness too. I mean, just throwing it out there. He's like Yeezy. What does that mean? Yeezy. Kanye West. Yeah, that motherfucker's crazy. Oh yeah, oh no doubt. <laughs> I thought you were talking about athletic. I was like, that motherfucker can't even. No, he's mentally ill. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, there's the first pick. So I think it'll be interesting. You know, we're not going to really dive into much. Maybe we'll we'll throw some some commentary out there uh, as the NBA draft uh, takes off here tonight. But uh, you know, it'll be interesting what what uh, where some of these guys go. I think this this draft out of any draft that I can remember in recent memory. Just, you know, you got a lot of underclassmen, a lot of freshmen in this draft, a lot of foreign players, you know, no no uh, NCAA tournament last year to kind of really give us a, a good feel on, you know, who's who's the up and coming players that, that we want to be looking out for in this draft. So, you know, we'll uh, dive back into football. Moving into Sunday here, the uh, the last day of the weekend, Titans up against the Ravens. Uh, so Ravens are minus seven with a 49 point over under seven seems like a, a high spread here for yeah. two, six and three teams. So it's definitely a high spread. I think the especially with the Ravens, I know it was a monsoon, uh, you know, there in, in uh, Foxborough against the, the, the Pats Sunday Which night. Completely just levels the playing field for me. For me, that's a pass there. Yeah. But to, to me, do you think that seven, they would be more undervalued. So the game would be a field goal instead of a touchdown. I know the Titans aren't, aren't playing good football either, but seven points just seems like a lot of points to me. So I'm going to go with the team that's getting the touchdown. I would take the Titans, maybe not to win the game, but definitely cover that seven points. And then we got Tua minus three and a half. Tua time, baby. Does this seem like a low spread? The Broncos have the Broncos have been bad the last few weeks. They they they, they or, or are we just too hyped up on Tua and this is where exactly where it should be. Oh no, I, you know what, Dave? So last week against the Chargers, it was only a one and a half point line. Love the Dolphins, took the Dolphins. If you saw my Twitter picks, you you picked the Dolphins too. Um again this week, Vic Fangio's another coach on the hot seat for the Broncos. I just I the way the Dolphins are playing. Uh, the way Tua's getting comfortable behind center and with that within that offense, I, I you know, I, I would take I would take the Dolphins at three and a half uh, all day. All day, give me that. You want to know why I would take the Broncos? Because the Dolphins don't know which quarterback to prepare for. They don't know who they're getting on Sunday. Oh yeah. No, they, they said no Drew Locks. They said Drew Locks not not uh did he have ribs too? Yeah. Sim Drew Drew Reese said, yeah, he he's not injured, but yeah, I don't think either of those quarterbacks are really gonna scare the doors off of that Miami Dolphins defense. Then we got the Chiefs minus seven versus the Raiders. Um rematch. Yeah, rematch. Another high line here. I know 
the Chiefs have obviously been playing well, but a Raiders another silent six and three team over under fifty six and a half. Is this a revenge game for Mahomes? Uh, you know, Dave, I think the line in the in the first matchup against these two teams uh, was eleven and a half, I believe, and and the uh, the Raiders won the game outright. But I, I'm I, I would uh, go out on a, a limb and and definitely say that. This is a game where the Chiefs just kind of dig in, show the Raiders who the big brother is. I, I agree with you here. I, I I'm, wouldn't be shocked to see them win by two scores. Uh, and then Monday night night's game, kind of one of the, the top games of the week here. Rams plus three versus Tom Brady in the Bucks with the over-under at 47 and, uh, and a half here. So so two hot teams. I like the Rams here taking the, uh, taking the points, but do you think Tom Brady gets a W? You know what? That That's another team that's kind of – you know, been up and been down this year. You know, if we talked about the Bucks uh, last the Bucks week, losses are just bad. Very. When they bad. lose, it's bad. Yeah. But otherwise, they're. And in this case, with with the way that the the Rams defense is playing, and you said top five defense, and you know you got Sean McVay, uh, you know the mastermind, golden boy uh, head coach on on the other, you know, running that offense. Um, I just, I don't know, I. I the way the Rams defense have been playing, I think they can put the pressure on Tom Brady to make him uncomfortable, to make him make those, you know, indecisive decisions and, and throw the ball, uh, you know, into coverage when he, when he normally wouldn't, if he's got, you know, time in, in, in the pocket. So to me, I'm, I'm going to roll, uh, roll with the Rams. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give the points, take the Rams plus three. Yeah. I'm with you there. And uh, with that being said, Lantern, let's get into your, Lit lineup of the week. Go ahead and light up our lives. We got Lantern's Lit Lineup Rooster Edition. A little help from our friend in the hen house. Starting off with number three, Ohio State and Justin Bieber Fields will face their first real test against Hoba Penix and the forward O Indiana Hoosiers. First matchup in rivalry history where both teams are ranked top 10. Up next, number 14, Oklahoma State visits Abraham Lincoln Riley and the 18th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners in the Bedlam game on ABC. Hey, Rue, Mike Gundy called, said he wants his mullet back. 10th-ranked Whiskey Dick Badgers, led by Graham Cracker Mertz, plan to s'more their dominance all over the 19th-ranked Northwestern in this Big Ten matchup. Rue, you know what? The only 10 I see is the Titans covering seven points when they visit the Ravens this Sunday. Up next, Aaron Rodgers looks to discount double-check as the Cheeseheads take on Filthy Phil and the Colts. And fuck that shit on Monday night. And that is what is lit for your lineup. Light up your life. Pat, third pick is in. Michael Jordan, Charlotte Hornets. Third Lamella pick, going to be LaMelo Ball. Let's get a little volume on this. Oh. I think he likes it. I think he's like, Mikey, all right. So this is going to bring bring us into my Stewart's Butter Hard Roll of the Week, guys. Um, coming off that hot win last week with, with DJ, um, I'm sticking sticking with uh, my hot hand in, in college football, the Indiana Hoosiers, uh, getting 20 and a half points against Ohio State. Uh, last 10 times uh, these teams have matched up. Uh, Ohio State is 10 and 0 in those games, but they're 3 and 7 against the spread. Indiana's 4-0 against the spread this year. I think 20 and a half is a ton of points. So I'm rolling with the Hoosiers. Get on the train. Get with me. Give me my money. And there you have it. Another another Cover City episode in the books. 
make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cover City on Twitter at Cover City Sports. Uh, we don't we're not sure what next week will hold given Thanksgiving. We're going to try to come to you with a a Thursday an episode for Thursday reviewing just the football games on that day uh, with the short week, but. Uh, we'll be live. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. As I mentioned, make sure you get into the DraftKings lineup. Again, we'll have one for this week and then one for the Thanksgiving Day games with the NFL. Uh, Steve-O. Yeah, Cover City. <laughs>